This is a production of KMmedia.pro. Welcome back to Positive Talk Radio. Our goal is simple, to explore evolving ideas one conversation at a time. So come on over into our world. I know you'll like it, because on today's show... Oh, we get to feature somebody who's very, very special. She has actually been on many national news programs and, and Good Morning America and all kinds of different things because she does something really unique. Uh, she's got a book out that we're going to talk about, and she also has got a website that I would love for you to go to the website. But first, before I go there, I want to go talk to Eric. How are you? Hey, Kevin, I'm doing all right. How about yourself? I'm doing good. You know, last Monday we were saying that it was going to rain all week and then and you and stuff and and then it didn't. And so this Monday is it going to rain all week? <laughs> well, looks like it. Yeah. Uh Friday looks like we might have a break in the in the rain. But you never know because like you said last week it it was looking like rain all week and then we had some nice sunny days in the middle. So, uh maybe we'll get lucky again. I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful that we will. And uh, it's great to be here. I enjoyed my time both times on Friday uh, with uh, KKNW and then at three o'clock in the afternoon, our new show on Kixie. And it was it was it was great fun. I enjoy uh, being with you guys as much as I am now. And it's and it's, it's it's just terrific. And I'm bringing you some really, really cool guests. You definitely are. Like today's guest, for instance. I mean to tell you, do you now? Do you ever think about in terms of how your diet affects? I know it affects things like your heart and your cholesterol, but have you ever thought about your diet affecting your sex life? You know, that's not something that I've given much thought to, but it <laughs> it makes sense. I mean, you know, your diet seems to affect everything else about your body. I mean, the old saying goes, "You are what you eat." So uh, it, it would make a ton of sense for it to affect your sex life. And, of course, people for years and years have talked about, you know, certain foods being aphrodisiacs. I don't know if there's actually anything to that. I mean, they talk about oysters and stuff, and that would just make me sick rather than <laughs> give me sexual virility or whatever. But, uh, you know, I don't know. This is It's a fascinating subject. So looking forward to listening in. It really, it really is. It's one of those topics that nobody is going to talk about until there's a problem. And then they're going, well, how can I fix this? And then it's a little green pill. And then, and, or do you want to try it naturally and, just, and to do something? Well, the gal that we have on today, she advocates doing that the natural way. And she talks about the different foods that are good for both men and women. And as a matter of fact, I had to laugh because one of the foods that's good for men is is bison and i was thinking the reason why rather than cow why eating a buffalo would be better because it makes us feel virile for the good old western days when we were (laughs) buffalo bill and chasing dyson or bison and all that stuff now now we're chasing dyson's you know as we back in the house but (laughs) (laughs) exactly but bison is known to be uh, very lean so you know that's got to be helpful i imagine I, I guess have that I'm going to find there slowing things down. <laughs> in, in, indeed, indeed. I'm going to find things out right now. So um, Amy Riley is with us. And uh, why don't you just come on right in here, young lady? How are you? 
Hi, I almost said good morning. I'm so I don't even know what time of day it is, but I'm ready to talk about aphrodisiacs and your sex life. <laughs> you'd, you'd, it's, well, if you're going to talk about my sex life, it'll be awfully short. <laughs> if we're going to talk about somebody, somebody, somebody else's, the potential. And, <laughs> the potential to have one of those. Am I right that especially men are not going to look at their diet until something crops up and there seems to be a problem and and so that they then are looking for solutions? Isn't that generally the way things go? Especially I mean, with, with, with all health. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to, you know, put anyone in a box, but yes especially with men. Um, it's, it's what we tend to do. We kind of wait till there's a true problem and then we want the quickest fix possible. And generally speaking, that's a pill of some kind or another. Quite often it is. Yes. But there's a better way. Well, I, I'd like to think so. And now I'm going to say that it, it isn't necessarily true for everyone. There are people who do need a doctor and may need some kind of medication to deal with these kind of issues. But for most people, um, sim some very simple and tasty diet modification can often really get you on the right track. And believe it or not, the easiest thing you can do, and for a lot of people, you can see pretty, pretty positive results very quickly, is simply drink enough water. And this goes for men and women. Hydrate. Hydration is good for your sex life. Well, that's that's good. How much water is? <laughs> how much water is the right amount? Is it half your body weight? What what is? It? Oh, wow, that'd be a lot of water. Uh, no, so the you know the general the general consensus is eight glasses of water a day. The thing we've always heard is pretty true, but everybody's different, and it's going to be a little different for everyone. If you're an athlete, you may need more. Uh, some people may need less, um, but to aim for several glasses a day how's that that would be that that works that works and Perfect. and limit limit your coffee a little bit because that is isn't that kind of a diuretic well you know the latest research i've read on that says it's basically just doesn't count it's all of your liquids go toward hydration except those with caffeine are sort of at neutral not necessarily that that you have there you have to drink a glass of water to make up for them which is what they used to say um, so I like to look at it that way. It just doesn't count. I mean, it counts for something. <laughs> staying awake, as an example. Yes, yes. I wanted to ask you because, you know, not very many of us get an opportunity to go on national TV and to go to um, a show like the Today Show or CBS mm -hmm. Early Show. What is it like to be to go through that entire process and go through the makeup and and all of the folks that are there are literally I'm assuming there are hundreds of folks rushing around doing different things and uh, what's it like being in that setting? Um, of course, the first time it was terrifying, obviously. <laughs> I mean, I'm human, um, but you know, there's this awesome rush to it. Uh, it's not like people running around everywhere. There's, it's a very controlled chaos. They try to make guests feel very relaxed. They have, you know, very common green rooms, which is a very good thing. Um, so yeah, it's just fun. 
<laughs> so now the green room, you know, for those of you that don't know what a green room is, that's kind of the waiting room before you go on the show. And they'll they'll probably have my this is my guess. They'll have like pastry in the morning. They'll have like mm-hmm. pastries and coffee and and tea and 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 magazines. And the TV will be on in the corner and and listening. And then the the director or the assistant, the assistant to the assistant to the assistant to the assistant director, will come up and and make sure that you're okay and you have everything you need and and that kind of stuff. Is yeah. is that even close? That is exactly how it goes. Yes, they feed you, they hydrate you, they leave you. you you're forced to watch the show you're about to be on. There's, <laughs> and um, you know, you may be in there with a couple other guests who are. They've always been very interesting people, so that's been fun. And yes, the assistant to the assistant to the assistant comes and checks on you, and it's a lovely, hospitable environment. <laughs> <laughs> and and so all of that, and then you're on for I don't know what 10, 15 minutes, and then it's done, and then it's oh, like, it's like like four minutes, blink and it's over, right? It's amazing. and then yeah. and then do do they treat you? This is and this is the key. Do they treat you the same going out as they did coming in? Mostly. I did on one of the shows. I got pulled aside and was given a note. And I was like, oh, come on. I, this, I just had this glorious national television experience and you're going to give me a note. But I took it politely and said, thank you. I will keep that in mind for, for future appearances. And they never had me back. So, <laughs> Are, are you okay sharing what the note said? Oh, it was just a, I mean, they gave me a verbal note. Like next time you need to, I actually, one of my explanations, I dove into a a little bit of a personal story and they were like, next time you come on, don't give us any personal stories. Oh, They never had me back, however, so I didn't have a chance. (laughs) (laughs) Well, but that's, isn't that what, you know, especially morning television when they're trying to get in deep into into what's going on with people and right. why they're doing what they're doing. And I would think that would be a good thing, not a bad thing. Right. But I guess in this instance, they wanted me to keep it about their audience. It wasn't about me. It was about the information that I had to give to their audience to make their lives better. Okay. <laughs> whatever that, yeah. <laughs> you know in this line in this line of work there you line up a hundred people and you'll get a hundred opinions and right and, exactly so it doesn't matter it, it doesn't matter you did a fine job you've got you've got great i also got to ask you how in the world did you get uh eat something sexy.com because <laughs> <laughs> i would think that would have been one of the first things to go long long ago Well, back in 2005, nobody had an interest in eatsomethingsexy.com. So there you go. (laughs) Oh, wow. So you you got that in 2005, and it will be with you forever. Um, Exactly. And and it's it's really cool. So let's – by the way, if you are listening to this and you have got a question about – um, and really anything dietary, but if it has to do with uh, aphrodisiacs or something that can keep you uh, um, going, <laughs> I said I don't know what to say. I keep you going as it were. Um, then give us a call at four two five three seven three five five two seven or eight 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 two nine eight five five six nine, and we'll have Amy talk to you. And you know, I had I had to laugh because I looked at the, the uh, two ten. Um, best things for both women and for men that's on your website yeah and of course dark chocolate 
is number one for women. And Absolutely. I, I can. I can I, now, I knew that that was a major, major, major comfort food, but I didn't realize that it actually had principles in it that would that would help mm. stimulate someone's desires and things. Yes. Yes. Um, you want to you want to get into it? Shall we? Shall sure. We cho- shall we talk chocolate? Let's talk. Um, I think chocolate would be a wonderful thing because because I like chocolate too, but not like not. It's almost like women are having a physical reaction when they have chocolate sometimes. <laughs> so first of all, we have to make a distinction. Um, it has to be dark chocolate in order to reap any of these benefits uh, to your sexual health, and and there are even some overall health benefits. Um, dark chocolate. So dark chocolate is chocolate that has a higher percentage of cacao and cacao is the, the bean from which chocolate is made. Um, it is quite nutritious as someone recently, a a chocolatier recently pointed out to me, um, chocolate is clearly a vegetable because it's made from a bean. Um, unfortunately when we make chocolate, we add other things to make it tasty such as sugar milk um and these and the more that you add of of extra ingredients the less cacao there is in your chocolate and the less nutritional benefits you're getting from the chocolate which is why it's very important to have dark chocolate for your health so are you telling me that there's places around the world where they're calling chocolate dark chocolate a vegetable (laughs) well i know one guy who's trying to sell chocolate by pointing out he pointed this out to my children, of course. Of course. Um, chocolate's a vegetable. <laughs> so eat your vegetables and your mom, you'll get a pass on the broccoli if you have dark chocolate. Totally. No, not really going to happen, but um, it's a fun idea. So, yes, yeah, so dark chocolate has, it has benefits to everyone, not just women. Um, but I put it on the list for women for a number of reasons one of which is that it's got a high antioxidant content and women more than men tend to chase the antioxidants, you know, the, the anti-aging properties of them. So that's a benefit to women. Um, believe it or not, it will, chocolate will also help balance the pH of a woman's private parts. Oh, right. It's just something you'd never dream of. Um, from, you know, from a tasty snack like chocolate, but it's true. Uh, additionally, chocolate is a source of magnesium, which can reduce symptoms of PMS because, um, magnesium will help your muscles relax a little bit. It's good for tired, sore muscles in general, Uh, and chocolate has magnesium. So it can potentially help women at a certain time of the month, which is, it's a great excuse to eat chocolate if nothing else, right? Well, um, <laughs> I know lots of guys that during that time of the month, they want their wife to eat as much chocolate as she wants. Exactly. So there she, make sure she's stocked up on good, healthy, dark, okay, it's not really healthy, but good dark chocolate, delicious dark chocolate. Um, and then one thing I'd love to remind people of, well, maybe you've never heard it. Chocolate is a good source of fiber. It has fiber. Really? Yeah, like- yes, dark chocolate. Now, if you're going to eat a like a Hershey's milk chocolate bar, no, no, you're not going to get the benefits of fiber. But a dark chocolate bar, especially, have you ever had one of those dark chocolate bars that has actual pe- little pieces of cacao in it? They call them cacao nibs. So you get this little crunch, delicious crunch. 
that is the perfect chocolate to eat if you're going to have, you know, want to get your fiber from chocolate. <laughs> wow. That's, that, <laughs> that's, that's, really, that's really cool because, you know, we look at we look at chocolate and you look at like a, a Hershey's chocolate bar and then, but then you look at some higher end chocolates. Mm-hmm. There is really no comparison right. between a low candy bar kind of chocolate and a high end highly produced chocolate that is, that melts in your mouth and is, that is just, is just great. So, and that's, that's, that's the chocolate that women go for, not the cheap stuff. Right. I highly recommend it. Yes. Um, so yeah, I mean, chocolate, obviously it's also a food that, you know, women tend to like, so I put it on the list for women it can potentially make you a little happier there. It does contain it. It does contain some chemicals that may increase dopamine production, but I don't really believe that at the amount that we're eating chocolate, right. That that's going to happen. But, you know, in general, it's kind of a mood enhancer. It's a food that makes women happy. And that's all a part of this, right? You have to feel good. You have to feel good in your skin. You have to feel in a good mood. All of these things go a long way toward your sexual health. So that's one of the, one of those things that, uh, for mother's day used to do this all the time is get them, um, uh, chocolate dipped strawberries. Delicious. Oh yes, and, she and you thought, know strawberries are also on my list for women. So. I know, I saw. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so somebody, somebody out there has a wonderful marketing idea. Yes, and I think there are people out there taking notes. Chocolate covered strawberries for Mother's Day. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. You want to make your wife or your mother happy? That's how you can get it done, and it's not very expensive. And no. they'll even ship it to you. You know what? It's also something you can, if you're a little bit crafty, it's something you can do yourself. It's very easy. Yes. Indeed. And it, it really does. And well, you can do that with a number of, a number of different vegetables or, or fruits that you can pair with chocolate. Like, like isn't peanut butter on your list? Peanut butter is on my list. Yes. You did your homework. I did. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's like, well, then, I'm learning here because now it makes perfect sense why um, these these candy companies are going after these combinations of different things that, that <laughs> they, can, they can do. Let's put peanut butter and chocolate together because that can be an aphrodisiac or we can at least tell people under our breath that it is, it is that. <laughs> exactly. Yes. And so that's, that's, that's pretty cool. What is your, what is your favorite um, food that you would, that you would call an aphrodisiac or, or that is that you get the most positive response from your clients about? Oh, wow. Um, you know, the question I'm always asked is, are oysters really an aphrodisiac? And the answer is yes, but. (laughs) Um, oysters probably have the best history of any food as an aphrodisiac and you know folklore and legend and all of this it's the food that comes to everyone's mind so if you pull out a plate of oysters it's probably just the insinuation is enough right to kind of progress things in in a romantic situation that being said if we're talking about sexual health and like eating to change you know kind of change your your 
how you how you feel and and your sexual performance oysters are actually going to help um now of course i have to say the re the yes but the but part of it is there are so many people out there who do not like oysters there are so many people who are allergic to oysters and so if you're going to serve the oysters you need to know your audience they're not going to be effective if the person across the table doesn't want to eat them. <laughs> um, <laughs> now, does it matter if they are cooked or raw? It does not. Oysters are still a fabulous aphrodisiac. And let's and there are some pretty basic and obvious reasons why. First of all, lean protein, right? Um, oysters are just a simple form of lean protein, fairly easily digestible. It's great for you in that way. Also a very good source of zinc. Zinc is essential for blood flow. Not oh, just I've, important I've, I've to heart that, health. I've heard them talk. <laughs> I've heard somebody talking about blood flow in another manner or form. Can't exactly <laughs> remember what it might have been, but it had something to do with something. And, and so what? So blood flow is an important aspect in, yeah. in, in your heart health as well as your sexual health. Yes, exactly. And, you know, sexual performance. Yes. Yes. So that is, it's suspected that that's probably why um, in some of the earlier cultures, you know, like in ancient Greece, why oysters would have been considered an aphrodisiac or in ancient Rome. Uh, it was likely because they needed protein and the zinc helped with blood flow. That's that's what's generally assumed in, in my world. Um, but there was this really weird study in 2005 that proved that bivalves, which include oysters as well as uh, clams, mussels, you know, that whole family, um, have a couple of amino acids that potentially raise sexual hormone levels. Well. Now... It was kind of, it was a little bit of a marketing stunt that this, you know, it, it was a, it was a bit of an accidental discovery turned marketing stunt. Um, so there's been no follow-up to see, well, how much does it take? What does it actually do? Um, but maybe knowing that it has the potential to raise sexual hormone levels is enough. I don't know. <laughs> now, does cocktail sauce help or hurt mm. you're actually the first person who ever asked me that i'm gonna hazard a guess that it's a sure yeah why not i mean it has norm typically cocktail sauce has tomato and garlic right both of which and, and uh and horseradish and right and horseradish yes all of which potentially can you know serve to boost things in the bedroom so why not I, well, the reason I ask that is because there's there's somebody out there that's going. I can never eat one of those things raw, but if you <laughs> smother it with enough cocktail sauce, oh. I might be able to get it down. Oh, that makes me sad. That hurts my heart as a, as an oyster lover. That hurts my heart. <laughs> oh, you know, well, you are you familiar in Puget Sound, Quilcy? Right. Yes, we have some of the best small oysters in the world. You right sure here. do. You really do. And I won't have any of them, so you can have them all. See, it's all about knowing your audience. That's it. Well, you see, I used to work for a place called Sea Galley where we had a oyster bar. 
so wow. I used to shuck fresh oyster oysters. Oh, nice! I am so bad at shucking oysters. I, and, I have and, I have some oyster scars. In fact, <laughs> it, it happens. Yeah. It happens because it's like you're. But I've seen some rather disgusting things crawl out of an oyster shell. Uh, so I'm, well, there's that. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's just, but that's just me. By the way, <laughs> I hope you're enjoying our conversation. We're talking with Amy Riley. She's an award-winning uh, author of five. Uh, as fe- you know, when I look at it, um, and I'm going to say it, I can um, aphrodisiac cookbooks, and uh, and she's got an MA in gastro gastronomy. And what is that? <laughs> Gastronomy. <laughs> <laughs> So she reads the stars in your gut is what she does with us. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you, so how, how over the, what period of time has it taken you to written the five to written good Lord to write the five uh, uh, cookbooks? So I was co-author on two of uh, three, three of them. So I had some support. Um, they were all written between 2006 and 2018. So I guess it took me over 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> well, but you're, you're a busy, you're a busy person. You've got a couple of kids. You've got uh, a standard poodle, which is a bigger <laughs> poodle, right? The big one. Yeah. What, now they're, they're also, uh, um, I'm thinking about getting a poodle, which is why oh. I'm asking. And I'm taking the time nice. on the show to do that because it's my show and I can do anything I want. But somebody <laughs> wants to know about uh, but poodles, they don't shed like a regular dog, right? No, they don't shed as much as a regular dog. So you're looking at the hypoallergenic thing? Yeah. It's funny. I had this conversation with someone yesterday. My, my allergist kind of set me straight on it because I do have a tiny bit of a dog allergy. They just, they don't shed as much. So allegedly you don't get as much dander in your house. So you have a better chance of not having an allergy to them. They still carry allergy causing dander. I guess it comes from their saliva onto the dander. Yeah, I don't know. The other thing about them though, is, you know, cause they have curly woolly fur. Uh um, They apparently don't pick up as much pollen and stuff outside. So if you have um, if you have an allergies, like pollen allergies, they're a better dog for that. I didn't know that. Who knew? But now I do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that's, that's good. But see, everything is kind of marketing. They, they tell you something's right. absolute and right. it really isn't absolute. No. It's just, <laughs> it's just part of it. By the way, we're talking to Amy Riley again. You need to go to eat something sexy.com. I love that. Uh, and she's got five cookbooks there. She can tell you all about uh, a hot, 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 hot food for men, hot food for women that, can make you when they can help you um live a little bit fuller life and uh i will t- i will tell you that in the next segment we are going to talk about pizza and um canadian bacon and pineapple and how that is actually good for one of us <laughs> not really but i had to i just thought i'd make a segue there somehow so anyway um amy it is yeah. you you're a pleasure to have on and i'm looking forward to the to the last half of the show so but we need to take a quick break so okay. uh, you're listening to positive talk radio on kknw 1150 am and we're going to be right back in two minutes just just stay where you are it's just two minutes just leave us alone and we'll be right back hello everybody 
If I could have your attention, please. I have an important announcement to make just for you. As you may know, PTR is heard and seen on radio, KKNW, and now Kixie, several websites, podcasts, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and most social media. At PTR, we believe in working together to make the world a better place. And because you're listening, we know that you're dedicated to the same. So we'd like to support your efforts by offering an outstanding multimedia package for you at a deeply discounted rate. As our partner, you'll receive commercial creation, both video and audio, at least 10 commercial plays per week, a monthly show to highlight your business and passion, exclusive website positioning with links, video shorts for social media, commercial plays on all shows, podcasts, KKNW, and Kixie. Your commercial is embedded into each episode and as a podcast is sent to over 50 different platforms. All shows are performed live and sent to Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, and stay there forever. Your podcast episodes are provided to you to use as you see fit. This one-time offer is only $250 a week, based on a 13-week commitment, and as our partner, we are vested in your success, and we'll do everything in our power to make it happen. However, there are limited spots available, so don't hesitate. Please email me at kevin at kmmedia.pro, and let's get the ball rolling. When you want to say more than words communicate, you can with flowers. Your custom boutique floral studio in Bothell, Washington is anaturaldesign.com, connecting you to nature through the language of flowers. Where your people are is where our flowers are beautiful. Your success is our goal. Anaturaldesign.com at your fingertips today. Hey there, I would personally like to thank you for making Positive Talk Radio part of your day. Whether you like podcasts or the radio show, we're glad to have you along. I'd love to hear from you with thoughts about the show and ways that we can make it even better. You are the reason we do these shows, because the more people we can touch, the better we can make the planet and our time here just magnificent. Please contact me, Kevin, at kmmedia.pro with any thoughts, comments, or suggestions, and thank you for being in my dream. And welcome back to Positive Talk Radio. My name is Kevin McDonald. You're listening to KKNW 1150 AM in Seattle. And we're talking with a young lady who is not here, but she likes oysters from here. So that may, that has to make her <laughs> pretty special. Um, uh, Amy Riley, how are you? I'm good. Um, however, I've got to tell you, ever since we had the poodle conversation, he figured yeah. out we were talking about him. And now he won't. he's just sitting here demanding pets. He's like, you're not <laughs> doing anything else? You're talking about me? <laughs> he knows that that he's important in your yeah, life yeah so that, that that's pretty cool so <laughs> when we start talking about food for for men one of the things that's on the list is pineapple and is that because of the the acidic content why is pineapple on the list oh my goodness do you know i get more questions about pineapple than any other food uh, it is, and it turns out it actually has a lot to offer uh, to general health and specifically to men's sexual health. Um, there's, there are so many reasons for it. 
it helps with sperm production. It helps with sperm motility. It helps with it's hydrating. Um, it's got fiber. It has, um, you know, enzymes that help with digestion. It has, oh my goodness. Uh, it, it potentially helps with testosterone production. There's a lot going on in a pineapple. That you would never guess. I mean, Boy, who would I, ever guess? <laughs> no, I, I never would. So I'm just going to go down the list real quick. And there's a couple here that I want to highlight. Um, one is salmon, which makes perfect sense because that's good for your heart. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, watermelon, I that's water and not much else. <laughs> <laughs> water and melon. No, actually, there's a phytonutrient in watermelon um, that is uh, particularly good for men's sexual health. It's called citrulline. Um, yeah. very good. Coconut? Coconut, yeah. Made my what, list. What, what's, what, what is good about coconut? <laughs> what's not about, good about coconut? Um, it, it's taste, for one. Oh, <laughs> that's, no, that's oh I'm like a coconut milk fan, you know? Oh, yeah, soup, yeah, yeah. Coconut milk base, yeah. Um, it, yeah, it's, it, it can help support men's sexual health um, in a number of ways. Also, coconut water, great for hydration, so good for men, too. There are there are women that are writing this down furiously <laughs> because they want to make sure that they are including some of these things in his diet. And don't worry about it, ladies. Go ahead to eat, go to eatsomethingsexy.com, and it's all right there that you can, you can find out all the stuff about men, and she even breaks it down into... Uh, you're by the way you're very very good at what you do because you you know what you're talking about and um um and yeah. stuff so i've spent a long time studying it and i i it's just, i love it i'm i you know i love learning more every day so yeah and it's now <laughs> i do have to say that one of the things that you do talk about a lot of it a little bit is mm -hmm. is how wine can be oh uh, i do used in in a real positive way within a romantic situation it most definitely can um so i started out as a wine writer it's still my first love and you uh have some really great wine country around you we so do. um very lucky you're you're surrounded by great wine but wine has there are so many reasons that wine can be positive to um romantic relationships and even potentially to sexual health um, because of course we talk about they've discovered that wine has heart health benefits and then of course i have to say you know obviously um it isn't necessarily good for everyone and we get that but for those of you who want to benefit from the you know heart health uh potential of wine anything that benefits your heart is also going to benefit sexual performance because it's all about blood flow right Right. And so, blood pressure, right? And blood pressure. Yes. Because so high wine, blood pressure is, is one of those things that can cause yeah. a, um, a less than satisfactory outcome. It is indeed. Yes. Um, so yeah, so wine is great in that way, but there are other ways that I love to talk about wine, which is in a romantic situation. Um, there was a doctor in Australia who discovered that, um, or he hypothesized and was able to pretty, pretty well prove all of his theories, uh, that scents of certain wines replicate human pheromones, which are those, you know, sensor attractions, those, those scent sensor attractions that, that are 
sort of invisible to us, but they're happening. Um, and some wines will actually replicate those and you can kind of get a little, start feeling a little saucy just from smelling wine. Don't even have to drink it. Don't even have to drink it. Just smell it. <laughs> get a little saucy from smelling wine. <laughs> now there's a bumper sticker for you. Um, that would, that would be pretty good. Um, but you know, in years ago when I was, a um, um, restaurant guy and they would come by with their wines and it is amazing. If you haven't ever had that done for you, there's, there's some wine tasting houses in, in Woodenville and in, in, in Redmond and stuff. I highly recommend you go. And if you've never looked at the chemistry of wine and how it works and how they, they put it all together and how the, the oak barrel affects the, the flavor and how long it's been in there and, and the different things, it really is a fascinating subject, isn't it? Oh, it really is. I, like I said, I, this is where I started out. I started out writing about those things. And um, I still, I still love it. It's so fascinating to me. I love nothing more than getting to spend a day in a winery, watching a winemaker. You know, um, I've gotten to sit in on some. They, you know, when they blend the wine, when they make the final, final wine that's going to go into the bottle, it's, uh, it's a pretty intense process. And and sitting in on that is kind of amazing. I mean, you have to be really, you have to be very sharp. Your sense of taste and smell, it's incredible. And they don't fool around because no. they're, they, they have a, they go into it with a specific idea of what the ingredients are going to come to like and what it's going to taste like at the end when, as the maitre d' opens the bottle mm -hmm. in the, in the fine dining restaurant that you're about to drop, you know, seven bills on your, on your significant <laughs> other. And they want the wine to just be the perfect piece to that. Yes. And so it's, it's, it really is important. And, and, and so therefore, then even when you are, I highly recommend this as well. If you've got, if it's Mother's Day and um, you have little kids and they go to bed early, get some <laughs> chocolate with strawberries and some white wine. What, what white wine would you suggest that goes with chocolate and strawberries? You know, chocolate and strawberries actually kind of hard to pair with wine. I mean, Basically choose the wine that you like because it may not necessarily be a perfect match. I did discover once in a, you know, the movie theaters where they serve wine. I ordered um, a glass of a Ferrari Corano uh, Flume Blanc from Sonoma County. I actually, my first job after college was in their tasting room. So I ordered a glass of this wine and I got a bag of M&Ms. Surprisingly tasty pairing. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was thinking something like um, a uh, Cabernet or something like that, perhaps a red wine or a rosé that would be a little lighter of a rosé, but would work with the chocolate and blend, blend the flavors of the chocolate, strawberry, and the wine all together. You know, I might have suggested, I might have gone with like a, a sparkling wine, maybe a Prosecco, um, or even if you want to go big for mother on Mother's Day, you know, get her a bottle of champagne. I was just thinking that nice, the cleansing effect of the bubbles. Yes. After, you know, the, the melty chocolate might be a pleasant, nice contrast, kind of a sexy contrast, really. Yeah. And, and you can get away with, I don't know, buying a, please, if you're going to buy champagne, don't buy anything with a twist top, please. <laughs> 
and don't buy, don't buy anything with a plastic cork, please. Um, yeah. You need to buy because those are the low enders. Yeah. Um, you really need to, you know, it's got to be a cork that actually looks like a cork and is a cork and and stuff like that. So you just spend a little bit more money; they're worth it. They're worth it, even if it's just one time a year. Absolutely. <laughs> Mom is important. Don't forget. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I don't even know. Do they even make something that they would call champagne? Because champagne actually comes from a region in France. Correct. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but and so the, I don't and, think you're going to find anything with the plastic cork stuffed into it from the Champagne region of France. Or uh, to be water. quite honest, that's not something I've ever run across, um, or in a can, either. Yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. And, but the, you know, I mean, the can has its place. Take it, take it on a, you know, go go on a a boat, you know, a kayak trip, maybe take a few cans to a baseball game. Yeah. yeah. You know, place. Well, you can't take it to the baseball game, but you can buy it in the baseball game. Right. Um, but yeah, and the and the and the other thing is, um, don't buy Boone's Farm. That's just not quality enough for your that mother. That is a headache in a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Boone's Farm, but I um, I learned that in college. <laughs> you know, anything. And by the way, anything that says fortified, don't. Mm. You, you're going to regret it. Be careful. So, yeah. In any event, but I, you know, I would love to have you for the whole show talk about wine. <laughs> it's, I told you, it's my first love. I could talk about it all day. I really could. In, indeed. So now I've ran, I've run, I've ran, goodness gracious. <laughs> I've run down the list for men pretty much, uh, but I wanted to get to garlic, clams, mm. almonds, oats, pomegranate, and then we've already talked about bison. Yes. Which of those now? Uh, now garlic is a tricky one, isn't it? So I always put a little caveat when I'm talking about this. Remember, to the you know your partner also must partake in garlic because otherwise. Why is it that when two people have garlic, nobody can amazing. smell it, and when, <laughs> when one person has it, the other person is mm -hmm. almost knocked out by it? Why? How does that work? You know, scientifically, I have no idea. I just know it works, and I'm sticking with it. So there you go. <laughs> uh, I've, I've I've had that where I've I've my wife would have something garlicky, and I would have something not, and it mm -hmm. was awful. But if I had the same thing, then nobody yeah. cared. It was no fine. Problem. Always works. That's. I think that's. I think that's a message from God or something. I don't know. That's that's just too <laughs> weird. I can't imagine it. So um. So garlic anyway. is good. <laughs> it, it, it is provided that the other person or anybody else is going to be in your area uh, you don't have to worry about it. correct yes yes you know so um because I, I used to be a room service waiter and in the morning oh. if somebody went for breakfast uh and they had a garlicky thing it was oh yeah anyway yeah. so <laughs> By the way, we are talking with with Amy Riley, and uh, go to her website, please. EatSomethingSexy.com. Let's run through the list uh, list for women real quick. What's your favorite? All right. Besides Ooh. chocolate. Oh, I mean chocolate. Obviously, chocolate, chocolate, and more chocolate. Um, but there, I mean, there are fun things on there. We talked about strawberries, citrus fruits are on there. Um, peanuts, as we mentioned. Um, what else is on there? Oh, scallops. Men get clams, women get scallops. Why are scallops on there? 
the same same reasons as the clams for the most part um <laughs> lean protein uh helps support sexual sexual hormone production um yeah i mean the you know the whole the whole shellfish family all good for your sex life it's amazing okay educate me here i mean when you talk about sex hormones which are which go with who uh, is it testosterone with men? So is usually it... men are very wrapped up in testosterone production and, you know, it is associated with a lot of issues for men's sexual health. Women, though, sometimes when women have problems, it is also due to um, a lack of testosterone. So, you know, it's quite interesting that um, I always say, you know, if, if a man wants to concentrate on eating these 10 foods, to try to improve their sexual health. If assuming you're in a heterosexual couple, the woman in the couple is also going to benefit. It's not going to be the same amount of, you know, it's not gonna be the same benefit as for a man, but these things are great for everyone. And, you know, the important thing here is everything we've talked about is a natural food. Um, chocolate is the only processed food we've talked about, right? And it's, you know, we talked about get something that's fairly minimally processed. These are just natural foods. Eat fresh watermelon, eat fresh citrus fruits, um, enjoy your strawberries. I'm blanking on what else is on the list for women. Uh, <laughs> Hold on. I'll, 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 I want to name them all, but I'm, I know I forgot something. I forgot well, I'm to. going to eat something sexy.com. And if you want to <laughs> give us a call, <laughs> when you find it, um, you can do that. Cause I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it. I'm looking it's right at it. on the homepage, both the list for men and women. There's a, Big fat link right there. There's a big. That's it. On, <laughs> on the homepage. I'm not gonna call it big fat link. I think I'll get letters if I call anything <laughs> big and fat. Um, I, it was a compliment. I don't. Know. <laughs> no, very good. Oh, turmeric. Forgot turmeric. Oh well, turmeric is good for everyone. Um, there are certain foods that that we've that I highlighted there that um are historically aphrodisiac and are great for everyone. Um, but there are things you need to know about turmeric in order to activate the, um, the compound in turmeric that's going to help your sex life. You need to combine it with something. Um, and usually it's recommended to combine it with pepper, black pepper, um, or a fat. So you could combine it with your coconut oil and then the men are getting their coconut too. And you also mentioned, and here's here's the women's list. Are you ready? I am ready. Dark chocolate, peanuts, strawberries, eggs. That's eggs. Me. I forgot eggs. Uh, Happy Easter. <laughs> perfect. Um, why eggs? Well, eggs. You know, historically they were a symbol of fertility, so great for women. But they also contain nutrients that are going to bet benefit women's sexual health health also a great source of um protein um so you know again there are many reasons and it's mostly nutrition that's going to benefit a woman's sexual health and kale is that cooked kale or raw kale however you can handle it <laughs> that's that's that stuff is mighty hearty i it, it is massage it that's the trick massage your kale we used to use that for the salad bar, and we could we could put the same kale up for like a week. Oh, <laughs> I mean, it it actually is true, but that's just sad when I hear you say it. 
<laughs> and uh, chili peppers. Mm-hmm. Chili peppers, fabulous. They, uh, you know, they raise your body temperature, get a little excitement going. Also, did you know they're a source of vitamin C? I did not. Bitch, nobody, most people do not guess that one, but yeah, great source of vitamin C. Now, are you looking at the mild chili peppers, the hot chili peppers, or something in between? Whatever heat level you can handle is effective. So go for it. And then tofu. Tofu, yeah. Is, is that, I mean, that that is soybeans. Yes. Is that just because of the protein? Protein uh, support women's um, um sex hormones there was for a little while it was kind of on the no-go list because they thought it was linked with um breast cancer turns out it isn't so don't be afraid of the tofu well there are other reasons to be afraid of the tofu i know it's a little seem may seem a little odd but it is it it tastes like whatever you cook it with so make tofu meatballs they're kind of delicious they're quite delicious add the garlic (laughs) yeah you know there are people that are vegan that will the, that will scoff at what you at, at having putting a, a meat flavor on tofu. But. Well, yeah. Well, I, I I used to make tofu meatballs. I don't. My children won't eat them, so I don't make them anymore. But <laughs> I would use, you know, I would use some breading and some. Um, I would just use like Italian seasoning. I wasn't necessarily trying to get a meat flavor. It was just the same shape as a meat. Is it? Is it? Is it the <laughs> texture that they the kids said? No, we're not going to do this. It's hard to convince them to eat most everything. So I don't really probably texture. Yeah. But maybe just the fact that I use the word tofu. Yeah. yeah <laughs> they will eat soybeans, but not tofu. <laughs> to this day, my youngest son, who is 31 years old, will not eat ketchup. I won't eat it either. I don't understand it. <laughs> oh, I, I guess it's a bigger thing than I thought. <laughs> I thought he was just extraordinarily weird, but apparently it's really ketchup. I mean, all it is is tomatoes and a little sugar and brown sugar. It's just, it's too sweet. It's like sweet, thick and sweet. And I mean, I'd rather have sriracha or something. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you, you have more expensive taste than they had in the the McDonald household when my kids were growing up, I'm afraid. Because we were. Well, in, in Los Angeles, sriracha is ubiquitous. So. Anywhere you go, you're you got your throat to go. Oh, very good. Well, is that is that because that's more it's more Spanish? No, it's uh, it's it's Asian, but there's a huge factory here, and so I guess that's you know, it's a huge factory in in of, <laughs> of what what is it again? Sriracha. I spicy, apparently up here it's chili, not a thing. Spicy chili goodness. Oh, very cool. <laughs> Again, I've really enjoyed talking to you. I I, I, I hope we haven't uh, uh, been talking too long, but uh, I want to thank you for being on the show today. You've been, you've been just you. magnificent. Thank you and so much want... for having me. Oh, you're more than welcome. And I want everybody to go to eatsomethingsexy.com and, and then have something for dinner that's sexy and then go have some, you know, quiet time or something. Saucy time. Some <laughs> some saucy time for yourself. And <laughs> next time you come on, we had an interesting discussion about Viagra last in the interim. Oh. And so we'll talk about that next time you come on a little okay. bit about 
its advantages and its disadvantages and all that kind of good stuff. Not that we're right. doctors and stuff, but we're, right. but it's that four hour thing that I just can't get by. So, yeah. Um, yeah. but uh, Amy, is there anything I want to give? We've got just a couple of minutes left. I want to give you an opportunity to tell our audience anything that you would like them to know. Oh my goodness. Well, definitely. I mean, everything we talked about today, it's all on eatsomethingsexy.com. So if you have questions or want to be inspired, go there. Um, if you want to start cooking with more of these ingredients, I have books for that. Check out Fork Me, Spoon Me, and Romancing the Stove. Between <laughs> the two of them, you will get everything you need. Say <laughs> that first one again. <clears throat> Fork Me, Spoon Me. <laughs> and now say it with a straight face. No, I'm kidding. <clears throat> and Fork I, Me, I, Spoon Me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That is that is a really it's one of the cookbooks and it's got all sorts of wonderful um, um, recipes in it that are all designed to kind of get you going a little bit. Yes, a little bit. Very good. <laughs> and so you've got you've got the five and the, are those the mm -hmm. two that are yours? Um, also, I did a book. It's an ebook only uh, co-authored by a nutritionist named Delana Flagg. And it's called Eat Cake Naked. It's an all-dessert book. It's very, very delicious. Oh, is that why she's sitting in front of the refrigerator that's wide Oh, open. no, that's Fork Me, Spoon Me. Oh, is that Fork Me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Fork Me, Spoon Me has a little bit of a naughty cover. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's a it's a suggestive cover. cover yes, it's not too naughty. It's 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 not bad. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not bad, but... Um, and the other one again is... Eat cake naked. And then. Oh, and romancing the stove. If you want great recipes, check out romancing the stove. So, so eat cake naked together or separate? How, how does that work? I mean, however you want your cake. And it's, eat it it's a, it's an individual journey. It really is it really is <laughs> and <laughs> i'm i'm glad that somebody that looks as good as you and as skinny like you uh loves food oh i do i do i especially like my dessert <laughs> well that's that is just awesome so um do you have are you working on another book um i am i am working on a book for men that focuses on those 10 foods and the whole idea of eating to change your sexual health. It would be good for yeah. most of us. I'm very us... excited. It's coming out very soon. I don't know exactly when, but very soon. Is it at the publisher yet? So this is, I am creating that. This is a whole new thing for me. I am creating this on my own. I am creating my own store where you can get all of my books, but also things that you can't get anywhere else. And it's actually going to be a whole package, a meal planner, everything. Everything you need is not just the book. Well, I think I think that, that, that you want a, just a little piece of advice. Yeah. Um, there's a guy, a fan, and I've got to go real quick, but mm. they have, uh, it's uh, the, a, a One magnif Magnificent Marriage, and they've okay. got a store as well. And so they oh. have certain things that they sell there. You know what the number one item is? What? Lube. Oh, in well, any yeah. event, I, I yeah, <laughs> a, 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 yeah. a water-based lube, and, and that's that's the number one seller of the entire store. I believe, store. It. Yes, I believe it. Thank you, Amy Riley. Thank, thank you. you for being here. Thank You're you listening so much. To KKNW. My name is Kevin McDonald on Positive Talk. 
by the way, be kind to one another because each other's all we've got. Go have some chocolate and some pineapple and then uh, retire for the. Have a great day. Everybody.